0: Everyone, it's Amy Elaine and Latan Rolla Murphy. We are glad you've joined us today for Pass to Power. We're excited to help you go courageously and live victoriously and talk about real life answers to real life problems and go moving beyond our past to live in God's power today. And today we have an exciting interview planned. We have Kim Alexis with us this show. How are you doing, Kim? Um great. How are you guys? We are good. I'm going to tell just a little bit about you. Kim Alexis is part of an elite team of models who rose to the supermodel status in the 1980s. Kim's career started when she was discovered at 17 in a Buffalo agency. After moving to New York City, she had her first cover of Italian Bazaar within four days. And although she walked the runway and shot fashion editorials, Kim quickly became known for beauty. She had over 500 worldwide magazine covers, including Vogue, Harper's Bazaar, and Cosmopolitan, and set the record for glamour. Uh, she d- just has done so many things. She was illustrated, uh, Sports Illustrated, swimsuit issues, and she's written books and some e-books. She's run eight marathons. She does downhill skiing. Wow, that is She is so multi-talented. Much. And right woman. now she has three grown sons and continues to work towards her uh, goal in life, which is to encourage other women to be their best in all areas of life. We love that. She believes that true beauty comes from within and lives in Scottsdale with her husband. Kim, we're so excited to have you on the show. I wanted to tell our listeners a little bit about you and you've done so much. So we're just thrilled to have you. And I'm so happy
1: that I met you. Um, Eight or nine years ago through Lane Lawson Craft, when she started her national magazine, Woe Women Magazine, and you and I wrote alongside of each other, I think for the entirety of the magazine. And um, that's how we met. And it's just such an honor to have you today. So Amy Lane has a special question that she uh, always likes to ask her, our listeners. And today we want to know in what area of your life you're experiencing the most victory. Now or
2: forever? I mean, like
1: my like life. Like right now in this moment, based on your past, all the things that you've gathered together from your past to this point in your life, how, how are you experiencing victory probably, right now?
2: Probably that I can be in perfect peace um, because I put my hope in him and I don't have to worry about what goes on in the world or what's going to happen in the future because I trust he's got the right plan for all of us.
1: I love that. How how hard was it for you to step into modeling at such a young age? At 17, I don't think I realized you were that young.
2: Yeah, I was, um, I got discovered at 17 and my birthday was in the summer. So I turned 18 and two days later was in New York and two days later was in Rome and Paris doing the collections for Italian Bazaar. And then four days later had that cover of the magazine. So Things happened pretty fast. I thought I was going to be a pharmacist. Um, I was in high school swimming five and a half hours a day in an honor society, and youth group, and band, and um, kind of just always did a lot of stuff and never thought too much of it. I just knew that I could do um, anything I put my mind to, and my parents are very supportive of me trying new things or many things at once, and um, so... When I was asked to model, for the first five times they asked me, I said, "Nope, I'm going to be a pharmacist." And, um, <laughs> finally, I said, "Oh, take dumb pictures," and they sent them to New York. And the pictures are silly; they're very. um I didn't know what I was doing, but for some reason, I got discovered and and promised money for a year. I was guaranteed money for a year.
1: Oh and my I goodness. John,
2: Casablancas had to do. That. It wasn't much, but I was working in a pharmacy for a dollar ninety eight an hour. So
1: how was, was that really emotionally thing. for you, as such a young person? Like, how emotionally was that for you?
2: It it was tough. In the first couple of years, um, I I felt like a fish out of water <laughs> because I wasn't swimming anymore. Uh, nobody cared about good grades. Nobody cared um, of my performance. It was all looks. And it was something I had never focused on when I was a young girl was my looks. I didn't use looks for to get me anywhere. I used hard work or I used my um, uh, practice or, you know, I that that was what my tools were to get ahead. So I had to relearn um, what made me successful in New York. And I really didn't like it. Uh, so I I did a big battle and struggle all the time of, you know, screaming inside. But that's not who I am. <laughs> so because oh, yeah. uh, I didn't really care about focusing on the I didn't want to be better than other people. I didn't want to be more beautiful or make women feel uncomfortable or that wasn't me. That's just not who I am. So it seems to be the bigger focus for fashion and high fashion is like, honey, I got something that you need. Mm-hmm. Um and so you need to buy my clothes or you need to put your makeup on like I do or what I, and that's just not who I am. so it, it's it was a battle until I started to realize who I was and it was hard at 18 to realize who I was because every single day someone would dress me up and put me in a different situation and and at that point I would I would be what they wanted me to be for the day and how they wanted me to look. So it took me a long time and I kind of rebelled. I would. I went punk for a while, so I was in the funny painter's pants back in the late 70s and little funny T-shirts and um, Capizio shoes. I don't know if you remember those.
0: Yeah. Oh, that yeah. That was
2: my big punk thing. Or I would walk around with a strand of pearls and sweatshirts and jeans. I love it. No makeup.
0: <laughs> I love it. You talk a little bit about the battle and the struggle of the outward and the inward. How did you battle that spiritually?
2: I had been um grow, I grew up in a Presbyterian church. I was actually an elder of my church at 17.
1: Oh wow. And so wow. Um
2: yeah, they put me on the board for the younger opinion of of what it what the young ones were thinking. So
1: Oh my goodness. I grew
2: up with God and and didn't realize, I didn't have enough, enough depth at that point to lean on him when I first got to New York. So I, I kind of just was struggling um, on my own, not realizing I could rely on him. Uh, so it, it took me a long time and a failed marriage and a nanny that came into my life that would talk to the bums on the streets in New York and say, praise God. <laughs>
0: wow.
2: So wow. Um, before I realized that she had something I wanted, and that's when I gave my life over to God. And and that was, I think I was 29 or 30. Wow. So it, it took quite a while of, of this inner struggle and spiritual battle and i didn't know it was a spiritual battle
1: well it's probably for you you're so young it's it's one thing to have like head knowledge about god and another to experience the presence of god within your heart right
2: yes yeah so and, and i can tell you things did not change for me overnight i didn't have any i didn't feel anything i didn't when I when I asked him into my life, I didn't feel anything. I didn't notice things different. It wasn't like the sun was shining brighter and the birds were chirping. Back. I mean, I just kind of went on with my life, and I was still, I had young kids, and I was in New York, and I was in the middle of all this stuff, and it really took a long time. I think I'm, I think I'm a tough case. Cause I'm now 60 and I think God's had 30 years to work on me and I'm finally getting to the point where I feel like I'm more mature spiritually.
0: When you say more mature spiritually, I, we talk about that a lot. And what does that look like for you? What does that mean to, we may have some, you know, younger 30 something gals who listen to the show. And what does that look like to grow? Like you said, you grew up with God and you finally get to that place where you do have a little bit of spiritual maturity. Can you just talk about what that looks like for you?
2: It's be, Yes, it's being able to lean on him um, for, for what goes on in life and also to be able to counsel and have a, a scripture or an answer for somebody that's going through something and to even have people be attracted to you and say, I don't know what you've got, but whatever it is, I want it. I love and that. I think that's part of the spiritual maturity.
0: What a beautiful thought. You know, you spent your whole life, like we talked about, for the approval of other people, you know, being the pretty, the the person on the cover, the person that women looked up to. And, you know, like you said, there was in that industry, the feeling of, hey, I've got something that you don't have. But what a beautiful thing God's done in your life that you have something so much more valuable that doesn't perish. Yeah. That is inside, yeah. but I'm can be that. seen on the outside yeah. in the radiance and maturity of yeah. having that that good word for someone in a time of need and the counsel and, and the, the radiance mentoring. of God. That's beautiful.
1: Yeah, that radiance that she must have carried even when she didn't realize well, it.
2: That's- and also the peace. I think that it's, there are people that wander around and you can see their brains just spinning out of control. Um, and for me, it's like and i just i feel solid and i feel Mm -hmm. that i can rest in him and i can trust him and um i married a jewish man and so he is not saved and he was he grew up with fretting and worrying and anxiousness and it was okay to be that way and i kind of just look at him like why turn it over who's in charge who's in charge so um I'm able to at least minister to him. He goes to church with me every
1: week. And so we'll see what happens. But, That's so awesome. Uh, he must have taught you so to much, to though, to from know that different. Yeah. He must, he must have really brought it. a lot to your life with um, his Jewish background that I would love to, you know, sit under his voice sometimes and hear about the Jewish teachings that he probably has um, helped yes. you understand yeah, he a lot.
2: Hebrew school and can read it. Oh. And um, yeah, wow.
1: You know? wow that's but awesome
2: he'll he'll tell me synagogues aren't alive like this church. he says they're yes. they're boring and he kind of says they're dead, but he doesn't know that word. he doesn't realize that it's the Holy Spirit. I mean he he doesn't know that yet, but he does say, I love the message church it's something I can uh, take home with me and he loves the music. so he listens to the serious radio um, the message. A lot on his that's why we have serious xm
0: that's great you know kim i prayed for my husband for 13 years before he got saved we've been married 27 years now but it was 12, 13 years of, you know, he didn't really have an understanding or care about it at all. And then, you know, sometimes when during that time, he would look at me and he'd be like, you know, you're nicer when you
1: go to Bible study. And we were talking <laughs> about this just yesterday in the car, Amy and I, about just relinquishing. We were talking about this with another group of people that we interviewed yesterday, too, about letting go of the control. And this morning when we interviewed Amy Grant, even talking about control and how hard that is sometimes to want to make our walk with god or our relationship with god um the same we want other people to have the same experience when god wants us to release them and let him do it in their lives and there's a peace even in that right
2: yes yes definitely and i have let go i mean after church i won't even ask him so what do you think of the sermon Because I try not to manipulate or control, and I just, if he wants to talk about it, that's fine, but I'm not going to push at all. It's not my job.
0: Right. It really isn't. We cannot be Holy Spirit Junior to our husbands or our children.
1: I've done that for so many years, yeah.
0: I think as a mom, one of the things that I learned, and we talked about this yesterday, LaTan, is that... My relationship with God is not going to look like any of my kids. And it's certainly not going to look like what my husband's looks like either. And that he does do a different thing. Very unique thing in each one of us. Mm -hmm. And it's so beautiful. So. Well, yeah. Kim, is there anything that you would like to share? We've just transitioned to a new name for the show, Pass to Power from Real Victory Radio, formerly Real Victory Radio. Now we're Passed to Power. Is there anything in your past that you have found that God has just really redeemed and brought power into your today that you'd like to share quickly with the, the listeners? Something from my
2: past. Well, I think everything that we do... Is like a quilt, and it, it keeps getting completed, and and
0: so no, nothing's coming,
2: boom, right? Maybe it will after we talk about something else, but not at the moment.
0: That's okay. You know, we all have stories, and we all have things in our past, and I love the, the idea of a quilt and how it's a continuing process that God walks us I through. Too. I love that. That was and a that beautiful visual. Yeah, it's really pretty, and how it's not really going to be complete until we see him face to face.
1: I was able to really well, see that as you said it in my own life, because it really is. Our lives are like a quilt coming together with each piece has a different pattern and a different yeah. um, a collection of shapes and colors, even if we wanted to put it into that context and just what a beautiful way for our listeners to be able to see how, <clears throat> excuse me, how their lives are a coming together to complete something that's way bigger. And right now, for all the listeners that are listening, you might feel like your life is a mess, and maybe you don't know what uh, the peace of God is that Kim has been talking about, that peace that is the calm in every storm, in every insecure place. And today, Amy and I really want you to experience that kind of peace that passes all understanding that God can give you. And be encouraged today by Kim as she shared about the quilt and that God is in process right now, pulling together all the fragments of your life and that if you will trust him, he will create something so beautiful out of the pieces of your life. Kim, what else would you want to say to the listeners about that?
2: Um, I think when I look back on my life, I would never ever have dreamed that I would have come to where I am now And part of that was my picture was small. I lived in a small town, and and my senior year in high school, you go and meet with a counselor, and she's like, so what do you want to be when you grow up? And he's like, I I don't know. So I kind of guessed pharmacy, not realizing that later I would want to branch into natural um, supplements and and how to take care of myself naturally and, and preventative health versus treating symptoms like modern doctors do now. So. Uh, so many things have have come together. So I think when you're young to write down what your passion is and not I want to be a supermodel or not um I want the the prettiest eyelashes or or those external things, but the things that really drive you. What what kind of podcasts do you like to listen to? What is your topic? Is it politics? Is it beauty? Is it helping others? Is it um you know, dogs, rescuing dogs. And I think that that's so important because that doesn't leave you. It may more metamorphosize into something different. But those passions that drive you, me thinking I wanted to be a pharmacist, I didn't know back in 1976, 77, that there was such a thing as naturopathic doctors and nutrition therapy and, and taking care of yourself and preventative ways by using supplements instead of by using and foods and clean foods versus um, the the medicines that that people Mm. are prescribing. So anyways, I think when you, you got to look at what your passions are and then just be way open to new things that maybe haven't even been developed yet or that you will be on the cutting edge of developing. Um, So I don't know, that's just no, I Some, love that because you talked about,
0: you know, things that God puts desires in our hearts and innate things in us that he specifically put inside of us uniquely to each person. And for you, it that pharmacy thing yeah. turned into the health care the taking yeah. care of yourself thing. And I think Latan even said that you developed a new skincare line.
2: It's in the process, yes. So we don't even have a name for it yet, but it does have CBD and the full spectrum of hemp in it.
1: I love that. I can't wait to try it. And um, <laughs> what I love about today's interview with you is it inspires us because you know what? Sometimes we feel stuck in our lives. I bet there's some of the listeners that feel stuck right now and they feel like their life once they were this and they were labeled this or that or they did this career or that career. And they feel like there's nothing else they can do that's brand new. And here you are with this multifaceted life of yours. You're not afraid to pursue new things and to let God create new pieces of your quilt and that you've inspired us today that he is in process of creating a quilt in each of our lives, too, and that we can yeah, do something I, new.
2: I actually am working full-time in a lab right now since COVID hit. I was trying to develop <laughs> a TV show last January, February, March, and, of course, that got put on the back burner. And in the meantime, I started working for my husband's best friend who owns a lab. So I'm now in charge of shipping and dispatch of, like, to run two divisions in this company wow that's so
1: amazing it's
2: not full-time but it's it's helping out and um i realized i'm pretty good at it and that's incredible i've never had a nine-to-five job in the same place for a year you know drive to the same spot for me i was self-employed so every day was a new adventure it was a new studio it was a new address it was new people it was different lunches i didn't know where to park or which subway to take everything was new every single day and i had to get used to that so now i'm working with the same people every single day um in the same spot and it's just so different and i know that it's not um you know going to be the rest of my life but it's been a chance for me to really um bloom in a in a whole different way and mm-hmm. i don't sit there and say to god why would you put me here and how come i you know doing this Instead, it's like, thank you for this opportunity, and what what do I need to do to grow to move past this, or how am I contributing and helping others?
1: I love that. We talk a lot about on our show here about going courageously and living victoriously, and you are the epitome of that. I mean, you really are. So we're we're really inspired today. Aren't we,
0: Amy? Uh, we are. And you talked about blooming in a new way and all those beautiful things that you just said. And it's that time in the show when we like to pray for the listeners and just encourage them in their place of where they're at today. And we would love to just start with prayer. We have about four minutes left in the show. And Kim, would you pray for our listeners? Sure. Thank you.
2: Father God, we come to you today to give you glory and honor and praise. You are worthy to be praised. And we thank you, Lord, for this time in our lives. Um, We ask, Lord, that you give us your wisdom on why we're in the place we're at and what lessons we need to learn um, in order to move to a new place. And I say that we should decree and declare what we see in our futures To stand up and rise up as children of God and to be able to say, um, I am victorious in him, and he gives me strength. And so I thank you, Lord, for all of the listeners. I thank you, Lord, for their hearts. Let them be softened to be able to hear your word and to be able to be guided every single day by the Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for this time together. We thank you, Lord, for for victory and bounty and, and provision and health and safety and we just know lord that we lean on you we thank you lord for your perfect peace because the peace that passes all understanding comes from you so we thank you lord for this time together and we ask lord that we grow and learn and um lord we ask that you smile upon us and we ask that you're proud of us in and in in you're only the way you can be so we thank you for this time together in the name of jesus amen
1: Kim, would you come back and share with us some of your natural homeopathic knowledge because we're definitely on that journey, and I think a lot of listeners are too um and we would love for you to come back and even share about your thyroid journey the the dieting lessons, my thyroid journey, yeah. and some of those things and maybe by then you'll have your skincare line and we can hear more about that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We're in trial stages. So I've just got a lot of product all over the bathroom. (laughs)
1: Which ones do I like and which ones work? Well, we're excited. Um, And we're excited today to learn um, to be inspired how to walk in perfect peace with God. I feel like that is the underlying theme of this entire interview. Don't you? Yes, I do. I do. And
0: peace really does
1: bring about
0: a inner beauty that helps that draws people to god and just you know from the peace that we carry we can be atmosphere changers we talk about that a lot on the show Mm -hmm. and as we wrap up today thank you so much kim for being with us we loved all of this kim you have beauty to the bone like my mom used to say beauty to the bone (laughs) yes i love that so thanks for being with us and Listeners, thanks for joining us for Past to Power, where we are talking about how we can take what's happened throughout our lives and move forward into all that God has planned for us, all those new things that God has planned for us. And I loved how Kim prayed for us to rise up and say, I am victorious today. We want you to go courageously and live victoriously. Remember, you can connect with us on Facebook and Instagram, and also make sure that you go back and listen to all of the previous episodes on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple, and YouTube. You can connect with us there. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for making Pass to Power part of your day. We welcome you back every Saturday from at 6am and 4pm right here on 94.7 FM, The Word. Thanks for making Pass to Power part of your day.
1: We hope you were encouraged by today's episode of Past to Power with Amy Elaine Martinez and Latan Roland Murphy. Go to amyelaine.com to find out more about Amy's ministry, including her book Becoming a Victory Girl, and go to latanmurphy.com to learn more about her award-winning book Courageous Women of the Bible and her ministry. Past to Power is a listener-supported ministry outreach. We depend on your prayers and donations. Check out the Victory Movement for ways you can partner with us to reach listeners with the power to go courageously and live in victory. Please join us again Saturdays at 6 a.m. and 4 p.m. for Past to Power. 94.7
0: FM, The Word.